Fest Radio on RapFestRadio.com. We're, we're not number one. God is. We may not be the best, but our purpose is to lead you to the best. Jesus Christ. www.RapFestRadio.com. Old school to new school. Classics to exclusives. Gospel, hip-hop, music, and videos. Live video interviews Monday nights at 8 p.m. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Watch. Watch. Learn. Learn. Love. Love. Support. Support. RapFest Radio on RapFestRadio.com. 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 Cause you wondering how you ever gonna surpass it I'm asking the Lord for my passion But is it too late when the thing that makes you great Becomes the thing you hate And you walking it by faith But you stepping over snakes And things are looking great But you knowing that they fake But see I know it's lives on the line And they tied to my rhymes It's not my decision to make Hey, that's why I step in the booth and become see-through Me to you, cause man, if you hey, only I don't know knew. what you heard about me But I'm so thankful that I precious Lord has found me Every night I'm on my knees, grateful that I found peace So I'm living by the word every day that I breathe Break it, break it, roll me You don't, you don't, roll me Break it, break it, roll me You don't, you don't, roll me 
me But you don't really know a thing My life ain't been the same Since stepping foot in the States Never been a killer Drug dealer, a club chiller But I struggle with depression Acceptance and fornication Never thought I'd say that aloud I battle with lust My curse wanting to just be loved No matter the cost Naked women became a source Escaping all of my thoughts and neglect And that's my fault Manipulating all the females that came around Cause I battle trust issues Nobody changed that around Till I met a pastor Who took a chance on a kid Helped me grow Battle on my demons and strongholds I'm not perfect I struggle daily with a lot of things I'm a broken vessel that Christ healed and redeemed Repent Daily for everything I ever did, that's real. Whatever you know, you don't really know the they real don't deal. Know what you heard about me, but I'm so thankful that our precious Lord has found me. Every night I'm on my knees, grateful that I found peace. So I'm living by the word every day that I Welcome, welcome to Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. We just finished listening to Know Me by Wild Child featuring Von Juan and K9. Well, I thank everybody who's putting out good new music. Hey, we're live right now. It's rapfestradio.com. If you're listening to us, please join the chat room. If you have any questions throughout the course of the night, you could type them there and we'll try to address them as best we can. Or you could email us at ratfestinc at gmail.com or text us to 805-727-3378. That's 805-RAPFEST. We'll get your questions. Hopefully, we, we could address them on the air. Tonight, I'm here with my beautiful wife, Alice, and we have our guest, Dr. Joseph Viteri, in the building. Uh, Alice, hi, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the, tonight's going to be a very interesting yes, show. Yes, it is. Is that is that fair enough to say? Well, I don't know. Alice started off saying she's going to give me the silent treatment. <laughs> I don't know how that works on a radio show. A lot of things happen behind, you know, while you guys are listening to music, we're trying to focus here, but it's just not happening. It's not. Uh, we had yes. a good show if it was you and I. Oh, wow. Oh, Alice, wow. you don't start off the show. Disrespecting me. I'm the best. I can't believe it. The doctor. Of all people, the doctor. You're disrespecting the doctor. It's all right. This show is more than a few minutes, right? Yeah, yes, we have a whole hour. It's a whole hour. <laughs> um, Dr. Viteri is the author of this book called The Genesis Diet, a complete wellness program to help you get well, be well, and stay well. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's available now. Everywhere, Amazon, every, every possible outlet. And the book is no thicker than this. Yeah, this, this is just, just a preview. A preview. See, we're his good friends for over twenty years. We get the preview. Um, book. We no, book. Alice. <laughs> you don't have enough time to tell them how you didn't buy the book at the book signing, Alice. So yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's an actual. Three times and didn't get a, yeah. It was a big line. It was. Praise it was the a Lord. huge yeah, line. But um, yes, you have to get your hands on this. It's a really good book. Yeah, Barnes and Noble. It's kind of cool. I went into Barnes and Noble and I actually saw it there. 
And I was very tempted to just stand around and wait for people to come <laughs> and sort of point them, hey, listen, you know what? You need to get this book in. And by the way, I would sign it for you right then and there. Wow. I don't know if that would be cool. Nah, it's like when, I when, they, out. when I had my, my first Brothers Incorporated for the Lord CD yes. in Christian publication. Remember that store that used to be yes, downtown? Yeah. I went there and I knew they had five CDs because I sold them to the store myself. Right. like a But I still wanted to see if they sold them. I found them in the back of a shelf. Oh, boy. So You had to move them up. I sure did. I put them right in front. Of, I, I, sorry, Cross Movement. I put it right in front of Cross Movement CD. <laughs> And well, they should have been at this store before you. Yeah, but I went back three months later. They were at the 99 cent rack. But it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> you know, listen, it's a great opportunity to write a book. And, uh, you know, you know the story behind it. I wasn't even planning to write the book. Um, it's just the, uh, the publisher got a hold of some of the CDs when me and Alice mm -hmm. would go out ministering. And uh, they just thought the concept of this whole message of covenant health was uh was you know so fresh yet to me it's like it's just old-fashioned bible and um and when they got and they got a hold of the cd i mean the video they you know the the publishers kept on calling me said doc you need to write a book you need to write a book and yeah. what a fool i didn't realize you know when you have a publisher asking you to do that and finally got it together and uh it's kind of neat you know you go through this whole process of writing a book right yeah. the book actually took two months to write mm -hmm. But it takes another, you know, 10 months to get it to market, you know, the whole process. So for those of you who are out there writing a book, um, you know, just understand it, it's, it's well worth the effort, but there's work that's involved beyond just writing, you know, right. and proofing and all that other yes. stuff. How different is it when you, wrote, when you write this book, different from the messages you prepare? Let's say you're going to go preach somewhere on a Sunday. It, there's no difference. That, that, that book and basically everything I write is just me. You know, so I don't, I'm not, I'm not brilliant enough to make up a story and act a different way. So what I do and, you know, like uh, how I act or how I'm going to act, on <laughs> how I act and how I behave. And you guys know me a long time. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing at home. I do the same thing with my patients. I do the same thing at church, even, even maybe a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, uh, bombastic and, and, to, and, to, and to just, you know, uh, love the fact that the Lord gives you the opportunity to do something for Him, and you know, and the book is just an out, outgrowth of what I do with my patients. Right. Now let's just backtrack a little bit. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, what makes you an authority in this subject? One. Okay. How long have you been practicing? What kind of doctor you are, so that we know more or less. You know. Okay. So well, first of all, I'm a chiropractor, and I've been practicing chiropractic for it's going on 25, 26 years. And, um, you know, here's the crazy thing. When people hear about chiropractors, right off the bat, they're thinking, oh, I got a backache or a neck ache and stuff. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's the first impression. But what we do as chiropractors, we work holistically with the body, you know, understanding that the brain and the nervous system, which is the first thing that's created in an embryo of a developing fetus, um, eventually has nerve fibers that go to every muscle, organ, and gland in the body. So every single part of your body is connected by neurological tissue. And then we have the spinal cord that wraps around um, all this fragile nervous uh, uh, tissue, the spinal cord and all the nerves, and it protects it. But what happens is if any of the spinal bones move out of place, okay, in your neck or your back, 
they will begin to put pressure on the nerve and in turn cause an interference from the brain to the body. Not only to the muscle that gives you pain, but can affect your heart, your lungs, your organs. Mm-hmm. It can affect your immune system. And now you know for years how many times you know, uh, I've adjusted you and, and even when the kids were, were little, just because they weren't feeling good, because mm-hmm. they had a cold or a flu or a stomach problem, whatever the situation is. So <clears throat> from, a, from a health perspective, okay, dealing with, with patients, what we do as chiropractors, and this is going to be a bold statement for some people, what we practice is actually healthcare. Okay, we practice the the practice of getting people healthy, while medicine actually practices sick care, because in reality they're not really getting people healthy. They're just managing their sickness, giving them pills to cover up uh, certain conditions and lower their blood pressure and lower their blood glucose level and, and stuff like that. But there's no such thing as a pill that's actually correcting heart disease. But there is a a neurological connection from your brain to your heart that if it's interfered with, that will cause your heart not to function the way it should. Now, the the premise of what we call the Genesis diet, and I'll band it, I argue, and you know this, I Mm -hmm. argued with my publisher about the name diet because, you know, Bert, it's not just a diet. It is a lifestyle. It's about not only having your spine checked for neurological interference, but it's also about learning how to you know, exercise correctly and do it on a regular basis and uh, to drink water and to, you know, have a different type of attitude about life that's based on covenant principles and to get enough rest and to take your supplements. And of course, to eat properly and combine your foods correctly. Now, it doesn't mean that I won't enjoy Alice's fried chicken every now and then, okay? (laughs) That's not what it's about. A lot of it, too. Well, we do oh, it sorry. in spurts, but, but the point I'm saying the truth. But the, point, the truth but the point but the point is but the point is is that that if you're going to eat something, that's not your regular diet. Right. Your regular diet is based on something that's covenantial and, and, and what makes you know the philosophy that's in this book different. And I have to say it's different than any book that I've read, okay? And it's basically the message that the Lord gave me was this. It's not about the diet. It's not about the exercise program. It's not about the gym you go to. It's not about the type of sit-up you do. It's definitely not about some miracle herb or, or vitamin or some type of potion. It's about your mindset and your heart set. It's about is your mind, okay, prepared to follow the steps of covenant in order to be well? Hmm. Is your heart spiritually prepared? And that's what, that's what the book is about. Getting yourself in a position to be successful. Because what happens is anybody could teach you stuff. I mean, I can give you the book and say, don't read the first three chapters, Alice. Don't do it. And follow chapters four, five, six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. And in those, in those chapters, Bert, what we have is uh, all the things to do didactically. What to eat, how to eat, how to exercise and stuff. Right. But the how to do it doesn't get you well. Because there's millions of books on how to do it. There's millions of YouTube videos and, and stuff you can get off the internet and download. There's, you, there's people that can show you how to do something. But what makes you change in your heart? What makes you cross that line and not go over again? What makes you decide that you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to exercise as part of your habit, not as a necessity because you're burdened to do so? Hmm. And that's what we do. And those first three chapters are transformation chapters to get people head and heart prepared to get well. Yeah, that's heavy stuff. It's Rap Fest Radio, yo. Don't get it twisted. This is the same show. But you I could rap, too. Yeah, could, oh, there you go. You see? <laughs> actually, we'll tie, let's tie Dr. Terry into Rap Fest, actually. Alice. Uh, many of you that have been faithful fans of Rap Fest and supporters of Rap Fest, the actual event, uh, maybe even still have some of the T-shirts we've had. 
uh, I think Rap Fest 2005, 2004, 2003. Whoa. We had a couple of those that uh, Dr. Viteri helped sponsor for the T-shirts. Uh, giving... What did I know? <laughs> uh, and you know, so he was he was a big push for those for those T-shirts that that we had as well. And we were we were discussing having you on the show. Last year, we had one of the DJs that was at Rap Fest, DJ Brian Smith, um, and he wasn't feeling well. He had he had health issues already, and he knew it. It wasn't right. it wasn't a secret, and he would be the first one to tell you, "I have issues, but I'm moving forward. I have issues, right. but I'm moving forward." And unfortunately, you know, he was on a cruise with his wife, and he got sick on the cruise, and he passed away. Mm. You know, and he was a young guy. He was a young guy, and then in in Atlanta, there was another DJ. Who, young guy, doing P90X and everything, and apparently one night he went to sleep and that was it. That was it. You know. So, what we want to discuss here is, you know, raise some red flags of the importance of health for ministers, Let me for, tell you for, for for even for artists. You know, just th think of the artist almost like an athlete, but the athletes naturally they have their support around them to help right. them do, you know, stay in shape and whatnot. But an artist is on the road, going here, going there, rapping here, rapping there, plus working at nine to five, plus doing this and that. So you know the importance of health and how how do we maintain a healthy lifestyle while doing that? You know, Bert, it's funny. You know, Dr. Monroe, who wrote the uh, Miles Monroe, wrote the forward for my book, and and basically he's my mentor, and I've been in his programs before. I went out when I went out to school to ministry school at Oral Roberts. He was one of my instructors, and I remember him telling me, he "Goes Doc." The graveyard is filled with books never written, songs never sung, and sermons never preached. Because people just never took care of this temple and respected it as the temple of the Holy Spirit. And what I see in the church, it saddens me to, I can't even tell you how much it saddens me. Because we have the children's ministry, and we have the men's ministry, and we have this ministry, and the tracks ministry, and all these ministries. But a true health evangelistic ministry is missing. And you have not only uh, artists and performers and DJs, but you have pastors and church leadership who are clearly out of shape, who clearly don't take care of themselves, who clearly promote the, you know, that every Sunday the festival of eating food and they uh, and they sort of make fun about exercising and all that stuff yeah I exercise I picked up my Bible and but little do they know and this is serious but little do they know okay that the habits that they have are building destruction because every day you do something that's out of covenant okay you're building to destruction but every day you're doing something in covenant what I mean by covenant is this is that your body is designed a certain way Okay, to live a certain way, to eat certain foods, to exercise, to have proper balance. It's designed for that. And if, if it's the same way if we had a, a Mercedes-Benz, okay, and uh, we, we had to do some repairs to it, you got to put the manufacturer's suggested parts in it, right. not junk. you got to put the high-octane gas, not kerosene. If you fill the junk in, you're only going to get junk out. Mm. So having this dilemma, and especially with the young folks, and, and I guess this audience is a, a cross-section of, of both young folks and getting to people my age, which is also <laughs> very young, okay? Um, a different young. A different young. <laughs> but, but, but the point is, is that the younger you are, but you know what I'm saying is, they don't have the symptoms. They're not having the chest pain. They're not used to dialing 911. 
They don't have the arthritis. They don't have, they're not on the bucket full of pills yet. So they think it's okay. And what happens is, what we forget is we start creating disease processes, high blood pressure, diabetes, all these metabolic disorders, most cancers, asthma, um, of, of, of reproductive organ problems, digestive situations. Almost all of these are linked to poor lifestyle habits. Hmm. And what happens is, is that when are we going to learn as Christians? What, when are we going to be different than the rest of the world? What makes us different? I mean, we, we have a God who we call the great physician. Okay, we, we speak of the Lord as Jehovah uh, Rapha, our healer. The Lord is our healer. Okay, mm -hmm. and then people they, they don't take care of themselves, they abuse themselves, they don't eat right, they don't exercise. But when they get the diagnosis, they're the first ones at the altar with their hands right, expecting okay, their pastor. And I'm not getting on the pastor now, but they're expecting the pastor or the prayer minister to lay hands on them, anoint them with oil. But they're just as not, they, they have the same bad habits as that person. Mm. I don't, I just, I just don't understand how the Holy Spirit is going to overlook disobedience. Okay, and cause this spontaneous healing, especially when it's lifestyle change. Right. You know, Jesus was healing people that were blind from birth. We were talking about this right. earlier, who were crippled or had who had infirmities that were not due to their their creative bad habits. Right. They weren't self inflicted. They weren't self inflicted disease processes. So now, what happens is, if somebody needs to lose weight or somebody has a, a, a disease process where they clearly built into it, okay. You're not asking the Lord, Lord, take my diabetes away. You're asking the Lord, Lord, take the desire for me to be disobedient away from me. Take that desire for me to go to the gym and exercise and embed it in my spirit. Take that desire for me to have salad instead of bread. Take that desire of certain things that are bad for me away from me and take the desire of things that are good for me to put in me. So we can discern those things and put our life in a covenantal position where we begin to grow health the same way we grow disease. And, and if you do it when you're young, and you develop that habit when you're young, it just becomes your habit. And as parents, what we need to do is our kids don't listen to what we say. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But they do watch what we do. Because I know my daughters have thrown in my face and said, well, you did this. Forget about what you say. We need to, as Christians, set ourselves aside and be different than the rest of the culture. And respect this body. And let me tell you something, how many souls you can win by having a testimony of good health big time that's i mean and it makes a lot of sense because you do want you do want to present yourself properly wherever you go and I, i'm just wondering as you speak do you think that we abuse god's mercy and grace by oh. by just basically maintaining a reckless lifestyle and then like you said then run to the altar yes and and here's what i'm going to say and be honest, you ready? Did you read chapter two of the book? No. Couldn't have. Because chapter two, and the reason I'm saying this is because the Holy Spirit just witnessed something to you. In chapter two, I speak about these eight spiritual principles, okay? And one of them is abusing mercy. Hmm. And that's what it is. We abuse mercy. Wake up in the morning, I feel pretty good. So therefore, I'll just do what I did every other day. And regardless if it's reckless or not, I'm just going to do it because I feel pretty good. I wake up tomorrow, I feel pretty good, but I'll just continue that reckless lifestyle until one day what happens? It catches up to you, Bert. And you know what? And we all know, I had people in my family, I know you had people in your family that had sicknesses, and Alice, you know, in, in your family. We've had, you know, we have, we'd have, we'd have, we have tears, memories, and tears of people who prematurely left this planet because of health conditions that 
if not, if not maybe could have been completely avoided, could have definitely been minimized by putting certain steps into action. What are, what are immediate steps that we could take? Let's say somebody's watching and they say, you know what? This guy makes a lot of sense. I want to start right now. Uh, what are some immediate steps that well, are? And let me let me say it this way because just from conversations I've had with other people, they say, "Oh, it's just so hard. It's so you know, I can't maintain this. It's so expensive to eat this way and to do that." What are immediate steps that can start somebody off into the right track? Well, the first thing is to address what you just said. Okay, the first thing people like to do is make excuses why mm-hmm. they can't do something. Okay, they you know, this is the same people that say, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me," except. I can't, what, I can't get up in the morning five minutes early and do exercise? (laughs) Wait a minute. You're expecting to have this Holy Ghost type of power, to lay hands on the sick, to speak things that are not as if they were. You expect to have this power as ministers and or, everybody's a minister of the Lord, to have this power of the Lord, but you can't get past an excuse to do something? Well, first thing you need to do is, and I'm not doing this just to say, let's sell books. The first thing you need to do is you need to buy a book, okay? buy a book. <laughs> the second thing is you need to go on the website. Now, on the website, the School of Wellness, www. We got up there, up there, three of them. Schoolofwellness.com, and you go on there. There's some good free resources. Um, you could you could watch some of the teaching lessons. I have um, I have a full hour lesson they can watch free. It's right up on the, uh, you know, where the other icons are. You can watch uh, a whole lesson. You need to start enveloping your brain with some knowledge so that you can be convicted on information that can help you. But the most critical thing I've seen is this, is you need to get yourself into a position of accountability. Yes, you could do something like start drinking more water. Yes, you could do something by you know, having more salads. You could do something like, I'm gonna walk from now on. I remember with, with the phone I was showing right, that, right, that, that walking program, right. that app, okay? So you can start doing these steps but we have to backtrack to what I said earlier, Bert, okay, and, and Alice. Okay, I don't want to leave Alice out of this because, Alice, I can't leave you out of this, okay, is that you have to have this transformation in the mind. you got to work, like when you read the book, say you buy the book, I don't give you anything to do in the first three chapters because I don't want you to do anything yet. What I want you to do is prepare yourself. You need to be that prepared vessel. You need to be in that position by the time you get to chapter four that you're committed to doing something different. Yes, yeah, you could do a, a quick diet and you could, like I have people, I, I had this herb and then you could join these programs and, and buy the frozen dinners and you can go, I mean, I don't want to announce other issues, you know, other programs and stuff, but you can go do those programs. But if your mind is not transformed, if you're not committed in your mind and your spiritual man has not convicted you that this is what you need to do to honor the Lord, you're only, when the time of stress comes, remember what it says, is that when the house, there was two houses, when the one that was built on the sand, when the storm came and it says, and it will come, it's not like a storm might come, it will come. That house that was built on the sand without a foundation of those first three chapters of understanding the eight spiritual principles and the seven mental principles, without having that foundation, when the stress comes, bang, you're going to go to potato chips. Bang, you're going to go back to eating the, you know, five slices of pizza and a row of, of cookies. Because that was your habit before that. That was your way that when you were stressed, that's what, gave you, that's what took the bad emotion and substituted with a temporary good emotion. Hmm. Okay, And those temporary fixes, people love to hear because it's been programmed in us. And every time we turn on the TV, what do we see? Another get, you know, get 
thin, quick type of plan. You mentioned the P90X, great program. But let me tell you something, you gotta work and do that, okay? There's several programs that are great, but these people that they get their, 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 their what do you call it, their pants and they stretch it out like this and they say, that didn't happen overnight. Right. Man, those dudes were working hard. They were getting up early and they were convicted here and here. Mm. They're not temporary fixes. That guy is not, he's not, well, I don't want to buff up on the show here. <laughs> but, yeah. you, you know, it, it's a guys, family friendly show. Yes, they don't, they, you know, they don't, it just doesn't happen <laughs> like that. Right. There's some work that needs to go on. And as believers, we need to be committed to doing this work. Now, I don't think what you're saying is if, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is um, if you're out of shape that God can't use you. No, but, no, no, but, no, no, that's not it yeah, at all. But if you want that purpose that God has for you to be fulfilled, you have to do something for yourself so that you don't die prematurely and that whole <clears throat> purpose that God has for you can be Listen, fulfilled, correct? Th there are people that are not in the shape they should be in and they are anointed. Okay, but now watch this. You get that same person, and what they start doing is this. They say, you know what? I don't eat right, and that's, that's not covenantal. I'm not really taking care of this body, and I'm, and I'm not exercising where I should, and I'm not doing a number of things. Now watch, you got the same person who's anointed. Now what happens is they start putting themselves in covenant. Oh, my God. Watch the power come now. Because what happens is not only do they understand the power of his salvation, but they have the, now they understand the power of his lordship because the obedience, when you're obedient, remember, every blessing is tied to obedience. There's no such thing in the Bible that people were blessed without being obedient first. The book of Deuteronomy is very clear, okay, when it says that if you keep my covenants, keep my ordinance, follow my statutes, keep my laws, and keep my commandments, you shall be blessed. If you don't, which is the majority of, the, of Deuteronomy 28, is you shall be cursed, okay? There's no gray area. So I believe that everybody, if the Lord gives us a parcel of anointing for us to be used powerfully as a minister, okay? And there are ministers that left this earth too soon because they, even though they had a great message, okay, their physical man failed before maybe their greatest message, before maybe their, 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 their greatest uh, ability to, to do something. Listen, Billy Graham is well into age now, and he's still making an impact. All Roberts lived in, to, to 90, making an impact, okay? These guys, I know physically, they definitely took care of themselves. They didn't abuse themselves. But then there's other people, and I can't mention the names, but there was, there was two of my most favorite preachers. I love these guys. And then they just up and died. They just up and died. Because what happened, it, it did not compromise their anointing, but their ability to exercise their anointing and give it out to the, to, to the masses. Listen, if you're in great shape, man, you can have endless energy. If you're not in great shape, you fail. It makes, it makes a lot of sense, man. And, and you know, this is a, a cry out to everyone to, you know, take care of yourself. It, it's, it's tough. It's not easy. It's not, it's it's not, not a easy, quick fix. But it can be done. Uh, which leads me to this video that we want to watch called Get Better by the Breaks. So if you're one of those people that's thinking right now, man, you know what? Maybe I should try something. I it's hope time they're to getting get convicted in their heart. Yeah, well, that's what that's why we do this show. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. We want them We want them to be convicted. That's it. We want them to make a change. So yeah, check it out. Yeah. This is The Breaks, Ratfest Radio, RatfestRadio.com. We're going to come back with more Dr. Viteri and the Genesis Diet. The Breaks, Get Better.
I'm about to record this hook, y'all. It go, it go, it go, it go. Bitty booty, bitty 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 bitty. Let's get it, yeah. I'm not as serious as some may esteem. This dream will get washed out like Listerine. If it ever stops being so pristine Switches up in style like Aguilera, Gaga, Christine Or Britney Spears drinking beers while it's glistening I don't belong here, I am just visiting With no visa, and I'm here to see Caesar And I got all of my reasons, bottom line is that we won They looking so baffled, I'm winning like a raffle With only one contestant in it while they build the castle Never understand, but I'm chilling on the shore I don't wanna be hassled, so I'm not keeping score Roots small, what do you stand for? Not being a man whore Oh, you're such a bore to the core, we'll take a candor Deep into my life, a miracle makes me better And left to my own, I'm just whatever I'ma do whatever it takes to get better I'ma do whatever it takes to get better I'ma do whatever it takes to get better Better, better, better I am better, better, better I am whatever, ever, ever it takes to get better I'ma do whatever it takes to get better it takes to get better, 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 better. I am, I am whatever, ever. Oh, how come belief increase like batter in the oven when heat hits yeast? Moving body weight, you could say I'm calisthenic, pushing plates, beating, beating my body till it's ready. Getting stronger, getting steady. I explode like confetti, but I'm quiet on this path. You can find me where he led me. I eat competition when I'm hungry. Let's just say they lucky that he fed me. Ha, ha, I traded in being a beast. Being belief for being discreet, meek, and easier to teach for being like the faithful, walking without seeing and looking in the mirror when I really feel like preaching. Call me Mr. Graceful. I ain't getting even. I am knocking atoms, apples off the trees, and holding like the last day. Cause I know I'm leaving. Fall like autumn and rising news. I'ma do whatever it takes to get better. I'ma do whatever it takes to get better. Better. Whatever it takes to get better. 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 I am better. I am whatever, ever, ever it takes to get better. I'ma do whatever it takes to get better. Whatever it takes to get better, 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 better. I am, I am whatever, ever. I am just an average dude, barefoot on this avenue A Flintstone for his thrum, yelling yabba dabba do Speaking different tongues, trying to have a different attitude of gratitude While I'm eating ratatouille, ooh wee I'm in a whole nother latitude That will fool the average dude, wait, I'm the average dude I need to, I need to get it together They think they can do what we do, but do it better Live turkeys, getting bread and getting cheddar Don't get sandwiched by a real competitor Let them up, I'm getting better, no time to be fed up Go get us for False prophets get stoned like Rosetta I'm just getting started, sorry I can't let up And even if I could, I wouldn't cause it's a setup For the next line, wait in line for the next time My intellect's fine, what I find is nothing's really mine I'ma do whatever it takes to get better
You're listening to Rapfest Radio on RapfestRadio.com. Yeah, that was Get Better by the Breaks. Get Better by the Breaks here at Rapfest Radio, RapfestRadio.com. Don't forget, you can join the chat room if you have any questions. Mm -hmm. If you're watching this afterwards and you have any questions for Dr. Viteri, you could always send an email to askdrviteri at gmail.com. And he'll definitely you know, get back to you with a response. Or send them to us and we'll make sure he gets them. Uh, some quick announcements. Rapfest 2012 is coming up. That's August 11th at the Pathmark Mall, 174th Street and Longfellow Avenue. Am I on the program this year? No. No. Uh, sorry. Not yet. I'm working Not yet. on it. You're working on it. Uh, that's East 174th Street and Longfellow Avenue in the Pathmark Mall. We've been requested to come back there. We did it last year. It was phenomenal. This year we have, as guest speaker, Nikki Cruz, who's going to be with us. We're really excited. Last time we came by was, I think, 2006, we, we were saying, uh, when the truth was there. It was one of the biggest rap fests we ever had. So we're excited to have him back. Also, one of our special guests is K-Drama. Who's gonna be coming down? Y'all all know K Drama, signed to Cross Movement Records, great friend of ours, and he's the Mr. Air Jordan on him himself, and Teeter Totter and all those other songs. Uh, actually, has a great song, the holistic song that we were talking about. We played that before. The video is a really funny one. You'll probably like that. Uh, but he's gonna be our special guest. Also, the night before Rap Fest, we have Jacob Bergai from Faith Fellowship, also Fuel Conference, uh, Fuel Student Conference, and also part of the Battle Cry movement. He will be our guest speaker for the Friday night before Rap Fest. And the special guest on that night is going to be Jay Cruz Project. We'll probably have someone else as well. We just haven't confirmed it yet. So that's Jay Cruz Project, Jacob Bergai, a lot of stuff. Life Zone TV is going to be broadcasting live uh, the entire Rap Fest event. I think even the night before Rap Fest, so you'll be able to see it on your iPod, your mobile phones, whatever device. Also on Roku, on, on TV. Oh, it's going to be everywhere. Uh, what else? The Bread Factory, May 4th, featuring Dave TV and Prodigal Son from Florida. You know, Prodigal Son is our May artist. He comes <laughs> every year from Florida, and he's been sharing every May Bread Wait, Factory What about with us. my favorite guy from Florida? Raw Servant was around. Was around. Raw Dog, like you call him, Raw That's Dog. That's my guy. He was around yeah. a couple of months That's ago. He, he was around a couple of yeah. months ago. He's doing mm -hmm. really well. Um, his ministry is, is doing great. So we had him here. Do we have? Yeah, we had him on the air. We had him for the show as well. Where in Florida is he again? He's by by Miami, South Beach, West Palm Beach. He's West Palm Beach. No, now I'm gonna be like a Florida guy because my daughter's going to to Southeastern. Yeah. So you gotta go to West Palm Beach, hang out with Raw Dog. Watch, go watch her games, and go listen to the Raw Dog do the. Yeah, but um, so that's a deadline for submissions for Rapfest 2012 is. April 30th. 30th. So please send your submissions in. All the information is on the website, rapfestinc.com. You can email, uh, you can send them in electronically or just mail them in. But the deadline is April 30th. After that, we'll make our decision on who's going to be on and we'll contact people and take it from there. Uh, what else? Look out for June. In June, the Coffee House at Salem, we're going to have a Rapfest concert series going on featuring Sick, uh, King David, Malachi. Uh, no. No. Why keeps, what are we doing? Refuge. Malachi? And and freestyle, freestyle fam. fam. So freestyle fam. all this? Freestyle fam, refuge, King Dave, and sick for the June 9th Salem Coffee House of Rap Fest concert series. In June, we're going to the prison. We're gonna be yes. in Rikers with sick, Malachi the Truth, He Sun Lee. 
I think that's it. He yes. sent me Malachi the Truth, Sick Brother E and I and John and all those guys. Crazy, a lot of stuff going on. There's some. There's always something for you guys to do. So you want to do something, do it. Uh, we're here with Dr. Viteri with his book, The Genesis Diet, that is published by um, Charisma House. Charisma. Uh, Charisma, y'all guys know Charisma. You may not know Charisma, but you do know um, Relevant Magazine. It was uh, his, his, yeah, his, his dad runs Charisma. Right. Uh, the son runs Relevant Magazine. Great guy. Uh, I got a chance to meet the son. He's a real funny guy, too. Yeah, they're Real good funny guy. Really good people. So we, we were talking before, you know, like the quick ways of... There was really no quick way, honestly. There, there's none. You know, and... You were mentioning before in your in, in your book, there's the eight principles of this and the seven of this, and how, where do those numbers come from? Are these just things that you've come up with? Is there is there an encyclopedia nah, somewhere that nah, says you, know, you got to write about the eight principles of this and the nah, seven principles of that? Know, just, yeah, it's kind of trendy now. They have the five steps to this and the seven steps and, and stuff like that. What happened was with the with the eight with the eight principles. Um, that govern your mental attitude, but it's also from a spiritual perspective, actually is taken from the book of Genesis, and it's the, the, um, the entire event when Abraham was challenged by the Lord to sacrifice Isaac. Okay. And, um, you know, we, we have a principle, you know, the, we have a principle that says, you know, one, make no excuses. And when the Lord challenged Abraham and said, Abraham, okay, Pick up the lad and take him over to the mountain where I'm going to show you, okay, to offer sacrifice. He there was no excuse. He just he you know he got Isaac. They uh, they loaded the donkey up with um, kindling wood and took a couple of servants and he went. Okay, um, he he wasn't looking for a shortcut, which is another principle uh, to get around it. He wasn't, you know, he took initiative immediately. And that's what I want to challenge a lot of people about this. You know, you hear a message that challenges, and, and, and think about this, you know, um, if you're not in the shape that, you're, that you want to be in or you really need to be in to really express good health, you know, when are you going to do it? You could wait for a crisis, which will stimulate it, like finding out you have some tumor growing, or you could use wisdom and do something now beforehand. Hmm. Um, but getting back to the, the eight principles is that, you know, one, you have to stop making excuses. Two, you have to really, you know, um, uh, just take initiative. You hear something, you need to act on it. You need to be willing, you know, to make a sacrifice. You know, and a lot of people aren't willing to, you know, give up the taste of food. I've heard people say, oh, but I don't like the taste of it. So what do you like the taste of? Do you like the uh, do you like the taste of taking some medicine? Do you like to do you like the sound of ambulances coming to your house trying to rescue you? What do you like? So you, know, you got to get past the taste. I don't like brown rice. I don't like the texture. So get over it. You know you you know food. I tell people I say food is fuel. You know it's that's what it is. It's not about. It almost sounds like house over here. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen them show house? Like yeah. you're gonna die. What do you want me to tell well, you? you know, it's like, <laughs> I got paid patients that say, "Listen, oh doc, I love, I love, um, I love vegetables." And then I give them the sheet to take home. As a matter of fact, if you go on School of Wellness, there's two sheets to, that you can download for free. One is our, our food diary sheet, and I ask patients to fill out, write everything you ate for the week. Oh, I love vegetables. You'll see. And then I go look through it, and it's like 
one day they had asparagus. They had lettuce and tomatoes on their hamburger, but the asparagus was killed by the half a pound of cheese sauce they put on it. And I said, why'd you put the cheese sauce? Because they, well, I, I don't like, like, I, like I need the taste of it. So we need to get past that. And there's no shortcuts, which is another principle. You know, there's no shortcuts to get around it. And then once you have a plan, you got to be committed to the plan. You know, it, it was, you know, Abraham was going. He was committed to the plan. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't veering off from the plan. plan. Right. And if you did things in the past and it failed, okay, you got to get over it and move forward. Abraham did something in the past that he failed at, you know, Ishmael. But he got past it and he took his only son now, which was considered his only son, over to the, over to the mount, okay? And uh, you know what? It was a tough thing to do. And you have to endure and long suffer. And the most paramount of all things, I mentioned before, he was accountable to God. Because when he, had to, when he had the knife back and ready to slay his son, there was a couple of things that were going through his head. One, this was the son of promise. And he believed, and we find this out later on in Hebrews, is that he was going to actually sacrifice Isaac if he had to. He was going to sacrifice him. Because he knew that God would have to raise him from the dead anyway. Because he was the son of promise. It says mm. that in Hebrews. He knew it, that the God would have to raise him from the dead. But nonetheless, the angel of the Lord said, stop. You know, he said, Abraham, Abraham. And Abraham says, who is this? And he goes, stop. Don't, don't harm the lad. And, and he stopped. And he goes, now that I see that you fear God and have such reverence to, and such obedience to the Lord that we will provide a ram that was in the bush for you. Okay? But it was his obedience and his accountability to the Lord. It took him to the point. And then God, you know, said to him, said, you know, this, this what you've done, now that you surely would be blessed in everything that you do and you would be the father of all these nations because he put him through the test. And you know what? When it comes to getting healthy, yeah, you're going to be challenged. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to get through some things. But it starts off with not making excuses. It starts off with taking an initiative, realizing there's no shortcuts, that sacrifice needs to be made, and needs to get involved with something, you know? The reason why, listen, I promote, I promote my book because it has my language in it. It has that beginning part where you can get yourself committed that if you're challenged, okay, if you're challenged, that you could be able to be committed to being able to stick through the challenge. And, you know, this is, it, it's a tough message, what, you, what, you're, oh, it's what tough. you're speaking out. Is it widely accepted, what you're speaking, or have you found a lot of resistance within the church? You know, how is it accepted? Okay, here's how it works. You ready? Heathens, okay, that, that don't even know God, know this message is true, and they're healthy, and they have longevity, mm -hmm. okay? Church people, okay, because it's not pushed from the top down, mm -hmm. because it's not paramount on the, on the pastor's plate. But we've been, Alice, you know, we've been to, we went out to uh, Gary's church mm -hmm. in New Jersey. And Gary was preaching covenant for a week before, a week before two weeks before that. And when we delivered that message, we had more people, we had hundreds of people, like 170 people out of 300 joined the Baldness program. We had the, for the two Sundays we were there, we had the altar packed with people. Even the security guards came from out from outside, because uh, it was done in a school, came up for prayer. We had people coming out of wheelchairs. We had, and, and, and now the message was this, is the first message is obedience, okay, to covenant, God honors, that will give you the ability to exercise faith that you can proclaim by your belief. And it's, it's a little bit of a tough message 
because it's much easier not to do it. Right. Okay? Uh-huh. It's much easier not to do it. We as Christians should claim this message because this is the message of respecting your body as the temple of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Corinthians, it says, if you don't respect your body as the temple of the Holy Spirit, what is it? I'm paraphrasing now. It says that the Lord himself will destroy it. Read that in, 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 uh, in 1 Corinthians 3.16. It says that the Lord, but what he does is this, and he also says in the book of Deuteronomy, he says that if you're disobedient, he takes his hand of protection off you, and now he allows the things of the world to ravage you. And you know what? Diabetes, heart disease, cancers, all these things are things of the world. Those are not things that are designed for the believers. Hmm. I mean, if you can prevent it by respecting your body, I mean, yes, it's difficult. And why we don't embrace it is mind-boggling. Because what Jesus did when he was healing uh, uh, non-self-inflicted disorders, people were going from being sick to well. He grabbed their attention and he had, he had multitudes of people believing whatever he said because he did what was in front of them the impossible. Now, what do we don't do in the church now? If we don't, we don't have a health ministry in the church. We have a, maybe a nurse taking somebody's blood pressure and telling them to go to the doctor to take pills. That's not health. We need to be challenged as believers to get ourselves in shape. Because then when the non-believer comes up to you and says, Hey, Bert, you're looking great. What are you doing? Say, well, you know what? I put my life in covenant. They're going to say, what are you talking about? Basically, what they're saying is, Bert, witness to me. Because when you say covenant, you say, listen, the, you know, the Bible says that we should respect our body as the temple of the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's what I decided to do. I decided to eat right and respect what the Lord said. And now look at me. I'm healthy. Look at me. I'm off my medications. Look at me. I have broken the curse of the enemy of the familiar diseases that go through families. And you broke it because of your obedience. Talk about a testimony. Sometimes I guess, Why it's not there, I don't know, Alice. I guess sometimes I, I think we get conditioned to believe a certain way. You know, we're, we're used to saying or hearing being taught to us or said to us, you know, God is going to heal you. God will, will intervene on your behalf. You know, instead of it being taught, well, why don't you pray that God gives you strength so that you can live properly, eat well, so that you don't... That's what the prayer should be. But that's what the prayer should be. That's what the prayer should be. Because you know what? If you you have a health situation, and the health situation is something based on you not taking care of yourself, the way we should take care of ourselves, you know, and if weight has to come off, you're not going to go to the altar and say, I have diabetes, and all of a sudden, 50, 60 pounds are going to fall off the person and be left at the altar. It doesn't work like that, okay? What it works as if is that I need to get out of the habit of leaving church and going through the drive-thru and getting fries and a shake because I do it every Sunday. You know, I got to get into the habit of I don't feel like getting up early, but I'm going to do that to exercise. Right. You know, this is this is this is life and death because you know we're no different than we're no different than 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 the non-believer. As a matter of fact, we're almost a mockery. We're almost like you know, like we said before that that, that the Lord heals, but you know. Most of the healing stories I hear is from some third world countries. Why? It's because in those countries, they don't have this educated mind like we have. They're not tainted, okay? And, and they're not eating, you know, ring dings and, 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 and cheesecakes because they don't have it out there. Right. You, you know? If, if, like, for example, let me throw out an example there. No one is too far gone. Nobody's too far gone, Alice. That there's Nobody. no hope. That there, there is something you can do as Absolutely. minimal 
Absolutely. As it can be for a starting Absolutely. point. There's always a starting point. You know what a starting point is? A starting point is that if you got to catch the bus and normally you walk this way to whatever, Allerton Avenue, and you walk up, you know what? Leave five minutes early, put that program in the phone, and walk that way, right. two blocks out of the way, around, and what happens is you're burning 20 or 30 more calories, okay? And if every day you burn 20 calories this way, and 30 calories that way, and 40 calories this way, extra than what you're doing, at the end of a couple of weeks, you're going to burn an extra, say, 3,000 calories, which will equivalent, or 3,500 calories, which will equivalent to one pound being off, you know what? I'd rather you lose a pound a month, okay, even though that's not great, but it's better, better than gaining than a pound right. a month. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and what happens is you build momentum. Because you get on the scale, I get people to get on the scale and say, Doc, wow, what else could I do? Right. Yeah, it encourages you. It encourages yes. You. Now, um, I have a question for you, though. There's, if you go to Barnes & Nobles or whatever shop you go to, let's say even on Amazon, and you type wellness, hundreds of books hundreds of books mm -hmm. how do we your average person that doesn't know all of the medical lingo just says okay i gotta do something besides your book right. naturally i mean you're here to promote your book so we're gonna say the genesis diet right but anyone else that goes online and sees thousands of books maybe even has a couple already at home how do we know which book is right you don't know until you read it and try it you know you know is there is there like a, a well, little he, filter that we he, can put he, it through well here's the thing here's the thing with books okay you know, we're living in the age with just, just tons of information. So the, the key to when somebody wants to go sell the book, the key to selling the book is they want to put something on the book that something is different, is unique. And what happens is a lot of the unique selling points that we have in these books are, 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 are hyped up stories. Right. Okay? So, you know, like in, in my book, and this is what publishers do, they put right here on the top, Bert, okay? It says, lose a pound of body fat every three days. Now, is that possible? Absolutely possible. Is it easy? Well, it's easy for the person who gets past the first three chapters and realizes that this is what they need to do on a regular basis. You could lose a pound of body fat every three days and never, ever be hungry. But your plate is going to look different than it did last week. I'll tell you that much. Mm. Okay? Now, you go to Barnes & Noble, you go to these stores, you look at hundreds of books, and there's hundreds of titles and stuff like that. They all sound good, They too. all sound good. Okay? The only thing that's necessary... In reality, and this is when I was first writing the book, I told my publisher, I said, the first three chapters will transform people's mind that no matter what book they read, no matter what exercise program they go to, no matter what gym they join, if they get the first three chapters under their belt, convicted in their head and convicted in their heart, they can be successful in anything. Because everybody who's watching over here knows how to do some sort of exercise. You may not, you may be not doing it perfectly right. You can go on YouTube and go uh, Google abdominal exercises. On my site, on School of Wellness, I have a number of free um, videos that you can watch on demonstrating exercises. Right. That's what you need to start off doing. When I start with somebody with an exercise program, okay, I say, okay, Alice, this is what we're going to do. I'm, <laughs> I'm picking on Alice. No, I'm <laughs> going to say, I'm not telling you to do the 20-minute exercise. What I want you to do is I want you to be convinced and convicted that every single day for the next week you're going to do three minutes of the abdominal exercise. Now, I don't care if you get them all done. Right. I don't care if, you, I don't care if you, you do 25 or 35. All I care is that you get on the floor and you don't get off the floor for three minutes. That you separate three minutes to do it. That's what you have to start at. You start at doing three minutes. 
And then you may want to do simp something simple. I'm going to come off my, my, uh, my cola or my sugared stuff or my bread, and I'm going to replace it with something healthy for a week. Just be doing it one week, okay? And then you notice at the end of the week, maybe you get on the scale, but you got to get a high-tech scale that will give you not just in pounds. It'll give you pounds and body fat and ounces and stuff like that. Because if you see you went from 168 Point seven to 168.5 at least it's going in the right direction right and it's not just about weight it's about making the lifestyle change but that's good i mean what you mentioned right now is good it goes back to what i asked before like what's the quick thing you can do to start right. and you know three minutes a day can make a difference that's exactly it. you know and you were mentioning before how how important those first three chapters were to the book before you start getting into action and i just want to you know speak into the, the hip-hop community it's also true with your music you know when you put out a CD, there has to be something in there that will explain what's happening next. A lot of people just want to make this one banging track, this song that's like, oh, it's crazy. Right from the beginning, and they're, they're talking about all this stuff. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Nobody knows what you're about. Nobody knows what you're leading up to. You know, um, we had Gage on, on the show uh, last week, and he was talking about his first CD was just his whole life. You know, right, right when he met Christ, everything that was going on. And his second CD was, okay, you already heard my life. Now this is what I'm going to preach to you about. And it kind of reminds me, like what you said with the book, you know, you got to lead your way into it. Many times we want to just go and hit hard. And right. it's a process. You have, you have to work your way, you know, to make it, to make it clear to somebody. Why, why is chapter four and five important? Because one, two, and three explains. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember one time, Alice, this could have been about 10 years ago when we were ministering. I remember somebody coming up to me after the message and said, Doc, that was an awesome message. And I said, thank you. He goes, you know what you did? You took me from here and you mm. brought me to here. Hmm. And it was like, it was just, that's just part of my, you know, what I do. And I, I wasn't even sure I was doing it. You know, I'm just, it was just part of how I, how I learn, how I would want to be treated. Right. And, 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 I, and, I, and I do that purposely in the book. And what you said, you know, let me tell you something. You could take those eight principles that I just went over and the seven spiritual principles that we'll save for another night. You could take those 15 biblical principles, apply them to anything, parenting, starting a business, um, studying in school, whatever. You can apply those principles to anything and then be successful from it. Hmm. Um, just, we have a question from the chat room. You had said something about referring not to have to take any pills. And they're referring... Um, what sicknesses did you have or have you ever gotten sick and has this helped you, the diet? And now I know Doc for over 15 years and I don't think I could say this about anybody that I know. I've never seen him sick. I don't think I've ever seen you sick. I, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't taken a pill either. I don't, I don't take any pills. <laughs> I don't take, not even aspirins, even if I have like a bump on the head. I'll suck it up. I, I firmly believe that when Tylenol says in the back of their label that this could cause liver disease, I'm not giving liver disease a chance with not, not a single pill. Um, now, if you're sick, that means you have certain symptoms and disease processes that are going on, okay? And you're taking medication to control your blood sugar so you don't go into diabetic shock. You're taking medication so your blood pressure doesn't go off the roof and you have a stroke or some type of aneurysm. Continue to take your medication. That's what you need to do. Right. Because what happens is you got into a situation right now that that medication is keeping you alive. It's not getting you healthier, but it's keeping you alive. Then you start making changes. Okay. 
And as you're making changes, you know, Dr. Lydia is working with us on our, on our, on our website um, and, and, and on our wellness program, which you got to check out on the site, okay, on the school wellness site, um, that you start making changes. Now you have to have an open-minded physician because as you start getting healthier by taking proactive steps, your need for the medication is going to begin to drop. Don't, don't think for a moment that you're going to do you know, two or three things in my book and all of a sudden come off your medications and then drop dead on us. No. What you need to do is gradually reverse the disease by taking covenantial steps and then have a physician okay, who will monitor your progress of getting well and believe and then you'll start to come off those medications. Okay. Are you are you available to assist people that are willing to do that? And if well, so, yeah, I mean, listen, on the on the website, okay, on the School of Wellness website, I'm located in the Bronx, okay. Um, what they said, and listen, we got Rap Fest coming out of the Bronx, right. okay. We have we have the Genesis Life Wellness Program coming out of the Bronx. They even made fun of that Jesus came out of Bethlehem. Okay. <laughs> what could ever come good out of out of the uh, out of the Bronx, okay? But we got some powerful stuff in the Bronx. No, I meant People I meant. people don't expect this, you know, you know, they think, you know, I'm born and raised in the Bronx. I'm as listen, I'm as Bronx and I'm really working on, I'm trying to be sophisticated with my um, my diction, but you you know, I start hanging around my good old boys from Mars Park, next thing you know, it's uh, very little, very little uh, <laughs> language. A lot of hand motions. Hey. I get all the paisans together. Um, but, but um, so your uh, Dr. Viteri is definitely available. If, if your church, perhaps, or you're you're part of a church and you want to bring him over to speak to your pastors or to the congregation or whatever, the first step is go to the website schoolofwellness.com. Uh, it's or, very self-explanatory. Or you could just mm -hmm. send an email to askdrviteri at gmail.com. And tell them, hey, I go to such and such church, and I'm looking to do something. Where do I start? I'm sure he'll guide you to the right links. Uh, it's important. Is every church going to be on board with it? We heard that already. No, they're not. But it's a message but, every church. But it's should a message hear. every right. every church should hear. You know, a lot of churches do have healing ministries, and maybe they need to add a little extra. Well, to we do a great program with the church. I actually do a three-hour conference, which you could do on a Saturday. And the brilliance of it is this is that not only you challenge the existing congregation to put their life in covenant and get well, and let me tell you something, they go through that course, they're going to be challenged to do something to get well. So you have the, the, like a three-hour Saturday conference, which is the easiest thing to market into the community. And what, what, what my organization does, what our Genesis Life organization does, is we produce the postcards for you. So we'll produce a thousand postcards to give to the church. They'll distribute to the community. So watch what happens. The existing people in the church get to hear the message to get well. They have a built-in evangelistic tool because you're not promoting people to come to church to hear a gospel message, so they think. They're coming to hear the doctor to teach them how to do something to get rid of their diabetes. So now you get your cousin who would never go to church, but she needs to get in shape. So, but now you're going to give her the postcard, she's going to come there. And after three hours of listening to me, I'm telling you she's going to be giving a hand up to the Lord at the end. So it's a great way to introduce people to church. It's a great way for the people in church to, to introduce this wellness message. And then we have programs where you can institute a Genesis Life wellness program in the church. The website now, we've set mentor programs and affiliate programs where once you join the program, you now can become a mentor of the program. Because a lot of people want to get into a health ministry. You can get certified through us and you can start your own ministry, you know, affiliate group or mentorship group. And, and actually, we, we pay you. We pay you to help other people get well. 
Wow. So you definitely want to check out schoolofwellness.com and see where, you know, where you fit into the program or if anything, check out the book. You know, the Genesis Diet, it's available everywhere. Just go to Amazon.com or do you prefer them to go anywhere in particular? You, you know, you listen, come to my office, okay? <laughs> if you're in the, listen, for a local in the, Bronx, in the Bronx, you come to the office, I have copies there, you get an autographed copy. Oh, there you Dr. go. Dr. Miles said it's worth 25% more when it's autographed. <laughs> Even if I sign it? Oh, no, you have to sign it. Well, oh. bro, you're kind of famous. <laughs> bro, listen, in my eyes, you're kind of famous. Yeah, in your you eyes, know, I, I, I'm, Listen, I may, sometimes I give the impression I'm not a big hip-hop fan, but every time I, I go see and you and, and you and E do your thing, and you do that, that song about those folks who did not, only Jesus rose. You know the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The, and and uh, I, listen, I love well, it. Talking a little bit about hip-hop, you know, we usually have... Uh, Right, it's customary for our guests to do a freestyle before we. Oh yeah, freestyle get rap. Air. So you can do a freestyle rap. So, Your chance. Um, when today? Right now. Right now. Every this guest that comes has to spit a couple die. of bars. I could. Well, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can get it on the nook. <laughs> get it on the nook. That's perfect. Don't do it. We want people to love oh, you. Come on. We want people to love you for who you are. <laughs> oh, and that's not a rap. You know, let's not mess it up. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I was. We were down. We were down at. Um, we can mention pastor names, right? Uh, yeah, yes. you can mention. Um, anything you we were down at. We were down at TC at Pastor Serrano's church, mm-hmm. which always we had always a great time down at that church. So I hope somebody. Maybe little David should be uh, listening to this, but we we would we were doing a program and the altar was packed with people and uh, and Gabby, you remember Gabby? Mm-hmm. Gabby, Gabby, we gotta find Gabby somehow. Gabby was Miami. Gabby yeah, was translating for me and I jumped off the altar. Yeah, I, I jumped off the altar and he jumped right on my back because yeah. Pastor Fernando told him to follow. But anyway, at the end of the service, <laughs> the music the music was blaring and they had a rock they had a rock band. Right. Yes. Okay. They had, little David was playing the guitar. Omar thought he was like uh, Elton John playing. By the way, he has a new CD out. Omar. Omar does. Yeah, he has a CD out. And he got, he got married, married as well. Too. Really? Yeah. Omar, go Omar. <laughs> and he was rocking out. And the band was rocking out, and they were playing a song, and I knew the words, and I had the mic. Oh, no. So, so I was starting to sing. What did they do to the mic? And they cut the they mic. They cut the mic. They cut the mic. And, Props and, to the sound, oh man. God, and so Alice. I thought it was hilarious. I did not She this was so, that was so, the only thing she could remember about the, about the program to... is they cut the mic on me. Hey. The we Genesis Diet. If he doesn't sing. It's not an audio book. It's Let just... me get the guns out on this one. Hey, oh, oh man. One, one thing we didn't mention, and because we're just about done, what church do you attend and what ministries do you participate at the church, if any? Oh, come on, bro. Don't put me on the church spot. Well, I'm, I go to Harvest Time Church. <laughs> you know, okay. Well, it's I, good for people to know of where Of course. Where I go at. to Harvest Time Church in Greenwich, Connecticut. Okay. Pastor Glenn Harvison. Wonderful man of God. We, uh, you know, in church. Now, this is my philosophy on church. Some people are ministers called to the church. Some are called to the body. Okay. So in church, I'm a, I'm a great parishioner. I go there. I listen. I take notes. Okay. I shout. I have my hands up. That's what I do in church. Amen. But, but you also my, have taught. Yeah, oh, I've taught in the church. church. I've taught yes. in the church. I've taught in the church. But that's not my ministry. No. My ministry is in your church. And your church and your church and your church to go there and deliver that message okay because you know like uh, paul spent some time in churches but most of the time 
he was on the circuit. And, and that's when the Lord called me to the body of Christ. To give that doesn't mean not to be faithful at a church. We all Go to need church. an oh, yeah, accountability, absolutely. a pastor over our ministry. Don't misconstrue what he's saying. Don't do that. We need a pastor. <laughs> we need someone to be accountable to. We right. need a home church. We need that fellowship. That is extremely important. Amen. That's right. Well, that's awesome, man. We, we appreciate you coming out. And I'm sure people are still like, it's Rap Fest Radio. They're talking all this house stuff. I don't understand. They're probably even logging off going, I think I got the wrong channel. Bert's losing his mind. We didn't lose our mind. Next week, we have Sheena Lee. She's mm-hmm. going to be, right? Sheena Lee next week, Eli? Yep. Sheena Lee will be here with us next week. And the week after, we have Dave TV. Uh, great minister. Uh, great singers, both of them. We know Sheena for a long time as well. You guys all know Sheena. If you don't, you'll get to meet her uh, next week here on Rapfest Radio. So we encourage you to tune in. Don't forget, you can get the podcast at holyculture.net. Uh, go to the radio show section and look for it. Or you just go to iTunes, search for Rapfest Radio. Or you could go to our website, rapfestradio.com. Click on the little link that says get the mobile app and see them all on YouTube as well. They're all available. Just go to Ustream. Basically, it's everywhere. Yes. Uh, if you have a friend or somebody that you think this show would have been good for them to check it out, make sure you lead them to the podcast so they can check it out later because it'll be available uh, right. probably sometime tomorrow afternoon. It'll be available everywhere for you to check it out. The Genesis Diet is the name of the book. Schoolofwellness.com is the site. Dr. Viteri is the author. Thank you for, for being here and sharing this. I'm sure you challenged a lot of people. A lot of people probably like... I ain't listening to this guy. I'm turning this off. He's, <laughs> he's hitting them soft spots. I don't want that. It happens. Listen, you know, it's important. Listen, they said you know the word also is a double-edged sword. Okay, Amen. able to divide the bone and the marrow. Yes, Amen. and soon approaching deadline for Rapfest, April thirtieth. Submit, submit, and submit. Yeah, don't definitely. make me go out there and give you shout outs. You like you're working on my CD. You're working on my CD. Submit your stuff. Eli, I am unique. It's yes. in the building. It's in the building. Hold oh. it down the chat room for us today. Yep. So, again, uh, rapfestradio.com will be back next week, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Monday. And we'll have Sheena Lee in the building. Don't forget rapfestradio.com, rapfestinc.com for all the Rapfest 2012 details. Nikki Cruz, uh, K-Drama, Jacob Bergai, Life Zone TV, Grateful Apparel, Holy Culture, Sanctuary, Calvary, Triple J Audio, all these people all that are helping us out. out God belongs in my city. Uh, you, it, the list goes on. We have a prayer walk this year, uh, the week before Rap Fest, and we, 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 line, partnered, we up partnered up with the guys God that do God belongs in my city, where they go out and they get like thousands of youth to, to pray at Grand Central and all this stuff. They're, gonna help us, they're helping us out this year. Uh, so we're taking it to another level. Yep. And we hope you guys can join us for all of this. Again, thank you for, for tuning in. I want to leave you guys with a video that just came out. Well, the song, the CD just came out recently. It's Trip Lee featuring Lecrae. The song is I'm Good from his new CD that's called, what's his new CD? The Good Life. The Good Life uh, hit number three on iTunes the day it came out. We're talking about knocking Rihanna and all these people out the way. That's what I'm talking about. So you want to check that out as well. Make sure you pick it up. Go to iTunes and look for Trip Lee, The Good Life. Check out this video. It's called I'm Good by Trip Lee featuring LeClaire. Ratfish Radio, ratfishradio.com. You will learn us because we are out, out of, of control. control. Peace. See you guys next week. Okay. Yes, sir. You know I'm good, right? Let's go, biz. Troubles coming from me, death is at my doorway Fear says I'm a parent's bro, but that ain't what my lord say He said I ain't guilty, though I still ain't had my court date Tasted and I've seen them even though it's just a four 
what they thinking Bro, my soul's invincible like Mario when he blanket Hey, hey, they see me full of joy like I don't know what he drinking Cup is full of living water, bro, I sip in and thank him Yes, sir, might not win a Grammy or get another Stella But I'll get rewards from my Lord, it ain't nothing better I might not draw it again, I might not sell a million But I've been purchased by my king, he's forever with me So, so what they talking back? No, they can't knock me down Yes, sir, I do feel pain, but Jesus got me now that's why I'm making noise, that's why I'm running hard That's why I go gorilla, spitting the monkey balls Partner, you know I'm good to go Pressure creates diamonds and fire if I go Ain't nothing on this planet to satisfy my soul I'm living for tomorrow, today is out of control For sure, I'm good Take out my money, I'm good Here come the pain, I'm good Yeah, they can kill me, I'm good Covered in blood, drag my name through the mud They can hate, they can gossip But my passion for Jesus, they ain't never gonna stop it I was dead, I guess that made me better than I ever was Look at me, I'm good, partner, I'm on my forever buzz If everything I have is taken, I can take it They say I never make it, I know the person who made it My life is hidden in them, so when I die, I gain And Jesus really be walking with me, so how I'm lame Partner, you know I'm good to go Pressure creates diamonds and fire and fire's a 